0: Hello and welcome back to the Mass Singer Rahapa podcast where we are about to embark on the journey of a lifetime. It's season 4, back at it again. And uh, there's a lot to talk about. I have a lot of feelings, so I'm not even going to bury the ha- bury the lead. It's happening. I have a lot of things I want to get off my chest. I am your host, Puya, the detective Zan Vakili. and as always, I'm not alone. I've got my partner in crime with me here ready to console me and hopefully be as mad as me. We've got Liana, the salmon, Boris Liana, how are you doing today?
1: Swimming upstream, baby. You know me. (laughs) Cause I'm a salmon. Get it. You you
0: probably, yeah, I'm
1: real proud. Um, I, I, so Massinger premiered. We watched it live mm-hmm. last night. Uh, sorry, Big Brother. Yeah. But this was mm-hmm. the first time I was super excited about watching an episode of reality television in a little while. Again, thanks, Big Brother. And I had a great time. You know, I have a few things to complain about. But honestly, all in all, uh, this is a stellar cast. Um, I had I had much more fun than you did. You sort of were upset um all night and this morning so uh we can get into exactly why but you know what mass singer is back and i'm having a great time
0: yeah this was probably this well this was the first time that we've watched mass singer live together as well like in person and then it was also the first time where we watched it not separate because usually in preparation for the podcast we'll watch the episode separate so that we can take notes but we're like it's the premiere Let's do this. And then we can just do a rewatch for our notes later, which is what we did. Um, I had a good listen. Here's the thing. I had a good time. I had a very good time. The reason I'm mad is because I'm passionate is because I have opinions, And I think that um, some people were overlooked for other people and some people got to the next round because of their stupidity. And I'm still not over the wound that the white tiger like blew wide open last season. And I feel like it happened to me again. But it's fine.
1: I know. You know I know. Fine. I know. But look, you got also got to watch I think I can see your voice. So
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that at the end. Um just to make sure we don't lose anybody along the way. But that's definitely a thing that also happened and definitely an hour of my life that I uh do not regret spending somewhere.
1: No, I think you do regret. Spoiler alert. Or did you enjoy it? I thought you didn't like it. Okay, Well, you know what? Whatever. We're gonna lose people. Let's uh, let's stick that stick was, on the singer topic.
0: That was it, like deep sarcasm. Oh, so yeah. Okay. So, anyways, no, no. So let's just move on. So, <laughs> Master Singer season four starts, <laughs> and like we get like the the opening vignette with all the with all the different singers and everything. How did you like that?
1: Uh, again, it was exciting, right? Because this is sort of the typical intro that we usually get. We get to see the costumes are always animated. I thought it was really weird to then go to the CGI stage thing that was like on top Mm -hmm. of the building. That seemed like an odd choice because then I was like, oh, maybe they're going to keep it that way to avoid having to show an empty like state stadium no not the state stage sound stage you know because obviously they can't obviously they can't have an audience Uh, but that was not to be because eventually they just you know with the magic it went away and we actually saw some people in the audience which this is the one thing I have to complain about which is the fact that they had an audience I assume that it was the production crew but I'm not sure about that
0: yeah I'm not quite sure exactly who these people were um, But they did have people because initially the with this when we came in and the, they had the whole thing edited like it was in a it was on top of a skyscraper. I thought, OK, this is how they're going to mask that there's no audience. Mm-hmm. And then that went away. and There was people um, which was very unsettling. This is a thing we heard them say. We heard Nick say specifically, which I need to get your take on right away. They'll be voting along with our panel and studio audience for their favorite singer of the night. That's in reference to people from home. So, to my, to what I'm understanding, we're gonna have three types of people voting to them, right? So we have the studio audience, we have the at home audience, and then we have the judging panel.
1: I mean, that's what we I, I guess. It's it's always been f- I, for look from the at least the original articles when we read about the mass Singer, it was always fifty percent up to production, essentially. So you know, I, I I don't know necessarily how much right. it matters, but I guess my, and we got some questions I know about this in the patron group, but my biggest complaint is the fact that they wanted to go complete escapism and just pretend like you're watching a regular show because they were able to just make cuts and clips to make it look like mm. the entire stadium was full. Um, with the exception of, I guess, the judges, you know, Nick Cannon is like standing right next to the contestants. And I get that, again, they have these like big masks on. Um, but I, I, I didn't like it because I, I, I can understand why they would want to do the escapism, right? It's a tough time right now. Everybody's struggling, but this is real. Um, and I think you can still acknowledge that this is something that's going on. Um, I think Don posted the article to uh, from The Hollywood Reporter about this, but essentially the show's production team purposefully avoided mentioning COVID-19 at all. And I really, really, really don't like that because... Uh, maybe because it's Fox like COVID-19 is real wear your masks and social distance or people will die like not to be like too much of a downer but freaking a mass singer I I just I really don't appreciate it and I think that that's the biggest qualm that I have with the show at the moment um, is just that frustration with them being unwilling to acknowledge that COVID-19 is real because I think it puts everything in context like Big Brother is willing to acknowledge it so I feel like the mass singer can too
0: yeah, well, um, what's it called? Yeah, the one place that it did come up, um, COVID came up, was in the After the Unmasking series that they do on YouTube, which is like a three-minute video with the person eliminated. So that isn't saying much because it wasn't on primetime, right? Um, yeah, I'm of, here's my thing, is that you already have the audience at home. Why not acknowledge them, A, and then B, you don't need the in-studio people at that point. I just feel like...
1: Just do it like they're on the building. Yeah,
0: it was just... Yeah, it was... I don't know. It was not well thought out. But also, given that we know how quickly they wanted to, like, push this out, um, they just, I don't think they fully thought this all the way.
1: I think it was thought out. I think just I disagree with the choice that was made. Because if you watch it, it really does feel like you are just watching the show as per usual. Uh, it definitely doesn't feel like there's any component that is... Again, apart from the judges really being separated. Uh, But I was like, well, they did show the at home audience at least, but I thought it would be kind of fun because apparently during the recording, people had to react and it'd be fun to like show the Zoom reactions. I don't know. I was actually looking forward to that. I thought it could be really cool. But, you know, they chose to go this direction. I personally don't agree, but. You know, whatever.
0: Well, like, it's fine. No, the, the, even the at home audience, if you paused on that screen, there's like repeats all over the place. It's not like well, it's yeah, like, they do that. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they're still doing that, which I think is ridiculous. But you know what? That's not important. As important as what we're about to do here, which is break everything down that went on in this premiere episode. So first and foremost, Nick Cannon's diamond shoes are back. So, you know, the two point four million isn't going to show itself off that happened <laughs> Woo! Mm-hmm. I did have we we're really trying to go out of our way to pretend the pandemic isn't happening you already have talked about that at length we'll move um, so there was a moment where uh, the the judges were praising the costumes or something and Nick can, it's like it pans over to Nick Cannon but it's like the back of his head and he says no wonder we won an Emmy for our costume design and it's so clearly a soundbite added in in post because that did not happen until after the show had finished filming so I wanted to point that out
1: I love that it was so obvious they mm-hmm. like didn't even try at all it's fabulous yeah. but you know what good on them like the, you know they did win so they should mention it mm-hmm.
0: and and um, I need to get your take on this so the judges are back everything is normal but this is something that you pointed out in the first episode in the preview anyway. Robin and his luxurious quarantine hair. What? How did you feel about that?
1: At least someone is acknowledging that quarantine is a real thing. Um, even if it is through the fifth judge of the Mass Singer panel, his hair. Um, I you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna grow to love it. So thank you, Robin Thick, which is a sentence I never thought I'd say.
0: <laughs> yeah, for someone who probably to me has the best guesses on the panel. Um, would have guessed that his hair would be the worst of the four not me but
1: not me yeah
0: okay well let's just move right through into the first performer of the evening and why don't you take it away talking about the sun here
1: oh my gosh okay so the sun was someone who at least i thought from the preview episode was going to be the olympian because their clue from the preview episode was the sun knows sun knows how to shine like a torch even during the freezing winter um which okay unless i mean Maybe, maybe this is an athlete, but I really don't think so based on the clue package. I think this is someone who's a seasoned performer. There's someone who, um, you know, we had the references to like the Mickey Mouse Club, the frozen reference, which then I was like, oh, shine like a torch even during the freezing winter. Right. So that's like the frozen reference. I thought she was a phenomenal performer, and I'm so happy that I drafted her on my team.
0: Yeah, I think you got a bargain pick, a good pick here, the sun, and I also agree that the Disney, the Disney clues did stick out to me upon the rewatch last night. So I do think it's someone from that world for sure, especially with the subtle, you know, adding the subtle Mickey Mouse ears to things. That was a Disney Channel trope. I don't know if they still do it now, uh, but but that was definitely a thing, definitely a thing that I noticed. Um the sun did come out to walk it on sunshine which is very on the nose very on brand for what the mass singer does and i'm also no longer in the camp that this could be an olympian whereas i thought it was a slam dunk that this was going to be our olympian but um yeah we had a couple of good clues here but let me preface this by saying i'm about to read some of these and i don't know who this is okay i do not know who this is so um the fun director gold member is a thing we saw they talked about extreme seasons uh, they sprung into existence in the center of the universe. Stardom was great. Um, darkness, They in the darkness they were transformed into a ray of light. There was like a leopard jaguar thing at the end of the video. Um, and then I want to talk about how these were all like the clues this week and I think moving forward are all going to be animated because I'm assuming given the, uh, the COVID-19 of it all and the how quickly they turned this season around they couldn't just have props made in time of like, oh, OK, so here is a gold card that says fun like director on it. And here's a swimming pool of people. They didn't have time for any of that.
1: Right. I so, you know, part of me is, of course, a little disappointed because these packages are ways for them to show off the costume a little bit more. Also, because I think I had cracked the code in terms of if it was a physical clue, it matters more. (laughs) But I understand the limitations that they're under. And if this was something that they had to go with the animated clues in order for us to have the show, totally fine by me. And to be honest, at the beginning, I kind of didn't even notice I was like oh parts of them are animated and then I realized oh no all of it is animated so clearly like I you know maybe that says more about me not paying attention to the television show that I'm <laughs> watching but I thought that this was totally fine I'm still going under the guise of the fact that I think the physical clue physical right the animated clues I think are more important that's why I like the Mickey Mouse reference when they had the the earth and it had the trees and then it like Went to the shadow and it really looked like the Mickey Mouse ears. I'm really like holding on to that. Uh, So totally cool with the animated clues.
0: Yeah. And then we went right into the performance. And damn. Imagine my whole thought process of this is an Olympian. And then we get to that performance. And I was floored. This was by far my favorite opening performance we've had for any season so far without conversation, without a doubt, easy pickings. And uh, yeah, there was, uh, they did Lizzo's song. What's the name of the song?
1: Because I love you.
0: Okay, I did have written on because I love you. Yeah, so the vocals were on point. I love the um, the hot sun background thing that was kind of like scorching, I guess is what I would call it. It looked amazing. And uh, the all the notes were hit for me. This was a very, very easy And great performance to start the season with, in my opinion. Mm -hmm.
1: I, I think the Peacock's This Is The Greatest Show performance will always just be emblazoned in my mind. Because I remember watching it for the first time. It was like January. Nothing was on. Sure, we'll check out this mass Singer show. And I was blown away by his performance. Now, that being said, this is definitely a close second. And I think if if this was the first one, it would absolutely supersede what the Peacock did. Because, I mean, wow. She had such a command of the stage. There were no backup dancers. So, you know, no need to distract us because a girl could hold it down. I... I should have seen the writing on the wall when she was the first performance because they're not going to start off the show with someone who's not that good. Um, So I should
0: have. Should I redirect you to the White Tiger last season?
1: Okay, but the. (laughs) the, Wait, was the White Tiger really the first performance? The first one out the gate was White Tiger. No way. Yes,
0: I can go confirm this right meow. Meow
1: oh my gosh but yeah i were like kind of refused <laughs> oh no you're right and it was ice, ice
0: yes and that was okay, after the f- flipping super bowl we got robbed that's for that show. it was
1: rob yeah but that's because of who it was in the costume um i think so sorry spoiler alerts rob gronkowski um but anyway, because who who started off? Let's see. Oh, it was butterfly versus egg. Okay, yeah, butterfly. That was a strong perform performance in season two. So okay, fine. Season three is the anomaly. All right. Uh. <laughs> um but anyway. So, yeah, look, again, super solid. So happy that she's on my team. I think she's going to go deep in the competition. We do know, again, from that same Hollywood Reporter, Mass Singer article, that the way it's going to work is we have these three groups, and then the top two from each group are going to move on to the semifinals. So maybe at the end we can predict who we think the top two are going to be that are going to make it out, but I personally believe that she's one of them.
0: I think that she's the front runner. Of this six, personally, I think I agree. Yeah, and I think that it's not close, personally. As well, again, but no, I think that she did an incredible job, and I'm very curious to learn more about the son because I would like to. I would like to think I can figure out who this is, uh, but right now all I've got is that, that Disney shortlist is going to start happening, and also I wasn't mad at the. So let's go to the judges' guess. I wasn't mad at the looking at it and thinking, oh, it could be Catherine McPhee. I don't think it's Kat McPhee, but I do think that she's someone who I expect to see on the show 100% at some point. Um, and then Jenny went with Demi Lovato and Ken Jong went with Madonna. If you're new here, if this is your first time listening to us, Ken Jong does this all the time. This is not an anomaly. Ken Jong is pretty much there to make very awful guesses as if they're the obvious guesses. So just take that with a grain of salt every time you see it and it'll be better, I promise. Um, and then what did you think about the uh, the new thing, the golden ear coming through here?
1: I think it's fine. I think it's cool. I think it reminds me very much of the B&B. Uh, so wow, way to steal our idea, Mass Singer, where Mike and I write our predictions. And then we, for each of the contestants for a survivor or a big brother season, we seal it up, lock it in a vault. And then when they are voted out, we read our predictions. So this is sort of their version of that, um, which I, yeah, I like it. I'm here for it.
0: I think we've talked about it. We want to kind of get involved with doing this golden ear thing as well. It'll be interesting to look back at. So how do you think, how should we set it up going into this uh, season?
1: Okay. 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 Here's what we should do. Here's what we should do for our own golden ear predictions. I think we do it just like the show. So so right now, we'll stop down, we'll write down our guesses, we'll lock them up in a vault, and then we'll go on, we'll have our discussion, we'll give some guesses, and then we can look back and we can say, oh my gosh, I can't believe you picked so-and-so. I think that's the way that we should go about it, just like the show.
0: Okay, I'm down to give it a shot. I don't know how well I'm going to fare in this kind of game. Maybe I'll lose a golden ear trophy, but that's fine. It'll be fun for, uh, for entertainment purposes, uh, I hope.
1: I think it's going to be fun to find out who the Steve Buscemi of this season is for you. That's really what I'm looking forward to. I don't want that payoff now. I want that payoff later when it's like what were you even thinking?
0: Well, quick question. Does guessing an eliminated person count? Do I I have a point right now?
1: Okay, so yeah. No, that's a great question because um, like I didn't make a guess. I think if I, ha- I think I remember I was probably thinking like DMX or something like that. So mm-hmm. I would be wrong. So maybe like the first person from each group, we're just going to have to automatically eliminate. Right. Because like, we didn't have time to do it or maybe for the next, whatever you get a point. It's fine. Yay. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Good. Cause like. Okay.
0: Yeah. Cause okay. We'll get, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get there. We'll talk about it when we get there. That's like the fourth fifth right. performance. It's
1: fine. Yes. Okay. So the sun. So I think based on the Mickey mouse and the frozen references. I definitely think it's someone who like initially, especially because she talks about, oh, I've had, you know, when I first came into the spotlight, the fame was really intense. And then she kind of, you know, went away for a while, which I feel like is the story of a lot of the people that we see on The Masked Singer. But I think she was someone who became famous when she was younger for something related to like Mickey Mouse, like the Mickey Mouse Club, or maybe like a Disney Channel series or a Disney Channel original movie. Then I think she had a resurgence with Frozen. The only thing I was thinking about with that though, is like frozen is Disney. So what if that's actually all tied into like one clue, yeah. but I think I'm going to go with my original theory first. I think she's someone from like the Disney channel world or like the Mickey mouse club. That's my thought.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I agree with you. My problem is that I don't know enough about the, the Mickey mouse club and the Disney channel. So my, I have a very surface level knowledge of what artists come from that world. So like, my shortlist already starts with like three or four people, and they're all fairly famous, so I don't know because, so, spoiler alert, um actually not spoiler alert, because we talked about this on the show last week, where I thought coming into this season, we're going to have the biggest names we've ever had. I thought this was going to be the big season where like, oh my god, everyone's a big celebrity. I no longer think that, based on the article and reading that they kind of had a hard time, you know, Roping people into this season, I no longer think that's the case, which is sad because I'm telling you my guess is going to be someone who is not really all that and is not really big, big, famous. So uh, sorry, did I just say, yeah, I think I just word salad a little bit. My guess is someone who's extremely famous, so I don't think it's going to be the case. But I've got to vault it and it's fine. Um, it is someone from the Disney world. But
1: you do think it's someone famous?
0: No, I don't. But my knowledge is so shallow that I'm making a educated guess based on the clues. That's no, I don't think it's going to be the person I have guessed, but I think it's going to be close to the person I've guessed based on background.
1: Okay, so I'm going to throw out some people I was thinking for the Mickey Mouse Club or, like, that were on the Mickey Mouse Club that I think it could be. So, obviously, like, the Britney Spears' and the Christina Aguilera's of the world, like, I don't think it's someone like that. Do we know if Carrie Russell can sing? Because she's, like, relatively famous. Um, She could be someone we could see on the show. I don't know about that. I think another person... um, uh, Like, I was looking at trying to look at female singers from the Mickey Mouse Club. Oh, my God. Or what about... um, who is not Raven Simone's friend from That's So Raven. What's her name? Chelsea Was she something. In? Yeah, Chelsea something. Was she in Frozen? I think Frozen is actually maybe the best place to start because I think it also could be like someone from Broadway that like did the Broadway re- uh, version of Frozen. The only thing is, is that like I looked up some of the names of those people and I'm not entirely sure like I didn't immediately recognize um some of the people um so I don't know like Cassie Levy maybe uh she uh is a Broadway person she was in Frozen I don't know there's nobody who like I have a guess so there's nobody who like immediately stands out to me I think though it's definitely I feel really strongly though that it is somebody involved with either, <laughs> either Frozen or the Mickey Mouse Club and or both <laughs>
0: so here's the thing for me i don't think this is christina or britney i think they are way too big of names for this conversation at all and i also don't think that it's gonna be big big name celebrities unlike my guest from last week um i i just it doesn't sound like they had the time to bring together an elite group And i don't think they had the uh, like the big people didn't want to come around this time is what i'm thinking so I definitely think it's in the Disney realm. I don't think the frozen thing is something we should be focusing on because I think that's one of the red herrings where they want you to look at the like the main frozen people. I think that ultimately the frozen thing is just another knot to Disney. So looking at it, then it's like, okay, well, you know, you've you've mentioned the Mickey Mouse Club. You've mentioned like uh performers in that realm. I think it's someone in the Disney World. However, my knowledge bank on the Disney World is a little bit shambolic. So, um, we, like, the Cheetah Girls were Disney, correct? Is that, do I have that right? Yes. Okay. So I don't think it's them because we've pretty much had them on the on the show. Um, and then I've looked at it and my, like, I, you know, there's, like, high school musical. And then there's some people now that are involved. So I, my guess is in that high school musical range of knowledge. So, like, think 2000s knowledge. So, like, you know, Ashley Tisdale isn't out of the picture for me. Miley Cyrus ugh, isn't out of the picture for me, really, but kind no. of is.
1: <laughs> no, there's no way. I really don't think it's the two of them. Yeah, I think it's someone older. Also, the other thing, too, with the Frozen thing is I think that it it could be someone who, like, wrote songs for Frozen. Right. It doesn't necessarily have to be a performer mm-hmm. um, because we've seen this before where it's like, oh, they were, you know, like, uh uh the Tina Turner reference, like spoiler alert, I don't think popcorn is Tina Turner, but they talk about like, they could be somebody who maybe wrote music for Tina Turner or like covered her song. So frozen could also be the same way where it's something that isn't one of the main performers, but they are tangentially related in some way, which is why I actually thought Broadway, but it could be even more obscure than that.
0: Yeah. And I think that the, uh, so that's the thing is that I think the other thing is that that leopard at the end, or the cheetah thing at the end—that's supposed to be a nod to the cheetah girls. I think this is 100% of the Disney World. I just don't feel strongly that I'm going to get it. I have a guess locked up. I have a feeling it's not it, but also I feel like it's a semi-popular guess otherwise. So we'll
1: see what it was happens. Definitely, it was definitely a leopard, not a cheetah. Okay, or well, it was definitely not a cheetah. Like, I wrote okay, down leopard. You have to go back and look.
0: Yeah, I wrote down leopard jag- in my notes. Wire. Yeah, Uh I know my leopards, but I think it's like a it's like a side knot, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, but that's I mean, yeah, I guess they had done that kind of stuff before. It felt like with that and then the tiger and one of the other clue packages that they like paid for video or something like animals, like cats, like big cats. Yeah, they like edited it. (laughs) Why are these in both places?
0: Can I just pause for a second and be like, hey, um, TV universe? The Tiger King stuff was in March. We've moved on. Like, you don't need to make these are such outdated references. And, like, you know, now Carol Baskin's on Dancing with the Stars, and we got clues here. Like, we don't need this. None of us are like Jones, and it's fine.
1: We've seen a lot of crossover with Dancing with the Stars. So, (laughs) I mean, obviously, it's not Carol Baskin because she is on Dancing with the Stars, but it's part of the Fox reality TV synergy world.
0: Yeah. No, big time. Okay, so is there anything left under the sun that you want to explore?
1: No, it's pretty cold.
0: Okay. I I would like to make a second prediction and be like, you have the point against me for the sun. I don't know what your guess is, but I have a feeling it's going to trounce my guess.
1: No way, because even if it's like in the same realm, it doesn't matter. It has to be the right person. Like, I'm expecting to get maybe one point.
0: Oh, um. Oh, like overall. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got, I, yeah, I've gotten, lucky, thinking about it in the past, I've gotten lucky like twice, other than once tonight with uh, the dragon. I so, think
1: if it's, if it's someone that you immediately recognize the voice of, then it's like, okay, yeah, I'm definitely getting this point. But for someone like the sun where I have to really go through all the clues, mm-hmm. no way I'm getting it. Yeah. If you, <laughs> I'm not that smart.
0: <laughs> if you can nail someone outside of, the clues completely and just off notes, that's where you're gonna get your points most likely.
1: Cause I think that's how you got Turtle also. No, you got um the bow, uh, bow, um, uh, frog.
0: The frog, the robot. Yeah. No, I got the frog off the first clue, actually. Um, not oh, the okay. notes. And then the the robot was through voice, and then the fox was through well, we had guessed someone else for the fox, and then the fox ended up being who we wanted. And the Rottweiler was mm-hmm. also voice as well. Yeah, yeah look at me doing decent okay whatever enough patting me on the back you couldn't pat this animal on the back because uh, it's too the back's too long it's the giraffe coming through (laughs) so how's that (laughs) for a segue
1: that's not they have long necks I mean yeah they're tall but they don't have like long backs
0: well also to to give a little bit of an inside scoop this is the earliest we've recorded a mass singer podcast ever
1: yeah you're really like out of it I'm such a morning person I love this yeah, I'm a I'm a and morning it's also person. A in a that, m, by the way, it's no, not early.
0: <laughs> I'm a, no, don't dox like that. It's I'm not a mor- I'm a morning person in the sense that I love my morning coffee. You can't start the day without it. I like sitting here coffee, doing my catch up on the internet. Um, so this is we're catching up on the internet right now. So technically, it should count.
1: It's <laughs> like you're no. Meanwhile, I've been working morning shifts. I've already would have been at work for like six hours. So yeah, well, I saw is, that I'm you. In like,
0: you had what? engaged in the family group chat at 5 in the morning. I was like, "Okay." I was
1: Yes, I was up at 5 this morning. What is
0: you doing? Okay. You know what? <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. You're reaching for the stars, and I appreciate that about you. Just
1: like the giraffe.
0: Exactly. So, here comes the giraffe. Walks out the super freak. That was my favorite part of the giraffe. Was coming out the super freak. Love that tune. So, the giraffe's clue package is centered around like a carnival theme. We had like the step right up and the giraffe has had a roller coaster career. Music is the giraffe's life. They took a risk and were ridiculed, and that caused them to feel in knots and feel lonely. Um, and then they, ha- through hard work, they had towering success, and now they're in the driver's seat. And that's a wrap.
1: I feel like there are a lot of good clues here. We can talk about it when we get to our guesses. Uh, but there seem to be a lot of details here mm-hmm. that I think partially because the giraffe. I mean, personally, I think the giraffe should have gone home this episode, but I don't think <sighs> the giraffe is long for the mass singer world. So I think that's probably why we're getting a lot of clues. And then the one from last week was, or from the preview episode was, you should know I share something in common with a powerful giant, um, which I think is sort of an interesting clue.
0: Yeah. I, I, I do think that the giraffe is giving us a lot of nuggets, which Could spell the giraffe's demise coming like through next season, next episode even. But for the meanwhile, um, let's get into the performance because I'm not happy with how last night went. And this has been very obvious to anyone who has a follows me on Twitter or heard what I was alluding to. But so let's talk about the good parts of this performance. So first of all, let's get it started by Black Eyed Peas. Classic banger. So that's fine. Um, the background is the all these frames with the, the giraffe in them. It's like pictures of the giraffe. So I'm starting to think maybe it's someone who's like a little bit arrogant, a little bit cocky. He's got pictures of themselves on the wall kind of thing. Okay. As a rap, this was not a great performance at all. This is not a hard song to do. And I feel like the giraffe was struggling to do it. There was one part of the song that I did like, and that's when the beat changed. And I thought that transition was nice. But. I was not about it. It was a it was a razzle dazzle song without enough razzle dazzle to make it work for me.
1: Well, there were backup dancers, so obviously very much going for the razzle dazzle of it all. I agree with you here. I thought that the draft was the worst of the bunch. Um, and when the singing, I thought, I thought the giraffe though was a better singer than rapper. Cause when there were the singing parts, I do feel like the giraffe succeeded. Uh, there was also the remix version of the song, which I kind of, I kind of like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I agree with you. This wasn't, this was, I mean, it was fine. It was probably better than I could do, but cause just compared to the rest of the talent, I do think that the giraffe should have been unmasked.
0: Yeah, I agree. I 100% agree. And here's the thing. I also do think that the 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 singing portion of the giraffe is good and will prove to probably be something that gets the giraffe even further down the line but because of the fact that the giraffe went with a rap like I pulled a, a, a chunk of this um, on the soundboard to play but it sounds like we've been having difficulty with it so I'm not going to play it but the giraffe is off key in the rapping and if we're going one for one with rapping the dragon did phenomenal and we'll get there so I'm, I'm obviously frustrated about this result. But, you know, in the interest of keeping the podcast moving and not me just digging my heels and crying like a baby, uh, we can move into what the judges were saying about it. And Crying
1: th- like a baby alien. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we all will be crying once the baby alien comes through because that thing is creepy. Um, so when asked about what did they ever think there would be a giraffe, the giraffe said it gives them anonymity, which is nice, and it gives them a chance to not just be about their vocal, okay? Now, here's where I think the giraffe kind of saves themselves, too, is when Ken Jong does the weird and strange Garth Brooks, Chris Gaines guess, and the giraffe is acting up like the giraffe's exhausted and doesn't want to deal with this, and it's stupid. I think that helped the giraffe. I think I'm calling shenanigans. I think that the the off-song stuff helped the giraffe here.
1: I mean, maybe. I think that's definitely a possibility. I think maybe maybe there's something with the at-home audience voting or something too that uh, look I don't know Um I have my personal feelings from what we saw uh, on the actual episode so I don't know
0: yeah I mean what it's it is listen it is what it is it's fine uh, maybe I'm just too salty about it but um as far as guessing who this goes my guess um, I'm gonna be very, I'm gonna be open about this one because one of the judges guessed it so I feel like it's out there already but uh, my guess my sealed envelope is Vanilla Ice and I thought that while the performance was happening so before Robin Thicke even said it out loud I said it out loud to you you've also mm-hmm. heard it um, mm-hmm. and like here's the thing it's because there's a bunch of different things going on here I think the whole like getting ridiculed and taking a risk and being ridiculed for it I think obviously we know that Vanilla Ice is someone who is not you know we, we know is one song White Tiger certainly knew that one song and beat it to death in one fell swoop. But I think that, you know, he starts as a rapper and then he had the problems and he had the whole like, you know, lawsuit with the music from Queen and then yeah, it was under pressure, right? Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, he's out of things and now, you know, the hard work towering success. I know that he's on the like, um, like the, the home network or whatever. Like he does like, he's like a contractor now he does like home building. So, you know, that's a, you're making a tower in some way there potentially. Um, And the whole, that's a rap thing. Like this is someone who likes to think of themselves as a rapper to me, but isn't that great? So it's a short list already, but I think Vanilla Ice kind of would sound the way the giraffe did for me.
1: Okay. So I think Vanilla Ice is taller. Because even though the giraffe is the tallest costume that they've ever had on the Masked Singer, you can look at where he holds the microphone and it's definitely like low on the neck. So I don't necessarily think that it could be vanilla ice. All right. So I'm I'm actually really excited about this. Remember, I've been up since 5 a.m. So mm. I've been like doing a lot of thoughts on this. OK, the knot tied up in knots. I was in knots. I started thinking about. OK, wait, wait, wait hold on. Let me reset. So. I love the concept of, I think that the fact that they got ridiculed, like they were the butt of the joke. Mm -hmm. So I think that this is someone who is, is a singer, is a performer, but is like made fun of like the Chad Kroger of the white boy singing, rapping, whatever world, right? Like people make fun of Nickelback all the time. I don't necessarily think that it's Chad Kroger, but I think it's Chad Kroger adjacent okay so i'm just gonna start off by saying chad
0: kroger adjacent
1: yeah it's chad kroger adjacent in terms of the fact that he gets made fun of okay Mm -hmm. so then i started thinking because i i think it's someone based on the i was in knots like a band similar to like slipknot for example so the insane clown posse
0: no okay
1: What? Because it's also, uh, they were at a carnival. There's clowns at carnival. Oh my carnivals. god, you know what? The I'm not mad at this. The only is that I couldn't name a single insane clown posse person.
0: So you're, just so I'm clear, your envelope isn't going to say I-C-P-P, right?
1: <laughs> um, no. No. Uh, no. Um... So so anyway, I think it's some it's someone like it, not someone from like Linkin Park or like Limp Bizkit. Like, I just feel like it's it's who like who gets ridiculed in that world apart from the Insane Clown Posse? Does Slipknot get made fun of? I feel no. like no. I feel like the fans of Slipknot get made fun of.
0: Is that wrong? The fans of Slipknot? I don't I can't recall. I feel like Slipknot was one of like the top five band tees that you would see someone wearing. Growing
1: yeah, up. that's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. See, the thing is, I'm with you all the, like, the whole in in clown, insane clown posse guess. Mm -hmm. I'm not mad at it, because all the guesses lead that way, but I'm thinking back to, like, the, I took a risk and was ridiculed, and then now they have towering success, and it's someone we should know the name of, at least, right?
1: Oh, someone they have, okay, yeah, they have towering success now?
0: Yeah. They said, through hard work, I got towering, I've got, I've had towering success, which, to me, at the very least, is if they're not like having the biggest peak success of their life now, at the very least, they're to a point where we will know them and we we will know of their successes.
1: Yeah. OK, but what if I, the drumming thing also makes me feel like, oh, maybe they were the drummer and then they tried to sing and do their own music and then that was not successful that mm-hmm. they were like made fun of.
0: Yeah. Um, like The Travis Barker guess was not a bad one. I would say like like a good like out of somewhere Jenny brought that up I think yeah I don't know I think I think you're on you're onto something that this could be like someone in a band um I wouldn't be surprised about that is there anyone from like panic at the disco who's like kind of not good and like tried to solo but they don't work out
1: no, not from Panic at the Disco, because that's just what's his face, Brandon Ure. And he's essentially the core of Panic at the Disco. And then like all the other musicians just sort of like filtering around him. So it's definitely not him. What about like, oh, what about um Good Charlotte? Do you think it's someone from No, I don't think it's sound it doesn't definitely doesn't sound like someone from Good Charlotte, but that's like again Madden? like that's sort of the vein. I was thinking a little bit more intense, like um like Slipknot, I don't know if intense is the right word, but but like Slipknot or you know I don't know like Corn or so, like something like that Puddle of Mud I don't know um, I don't think it would be from Disturbed that guy with the he's like he's like oh wow uh, uh, guy <laughs> that guy you know that guy down with the Joel Madden guy?
0: Joel Madden no, from no, Good no, Charlotte no 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 from Good
1: Charlotte sorry I had already moved on um, but I the voice just doesn't sound right who's the guitar player. <laughs> <laughs> or the drummer dean butterworth
0: yeah it's not that not with that name, <laughs> i do it's agree not.
1: i think it's someone that we know the name of yeah i agree I think with so that too. so this is gonna be bothering me i'm gonna be like continuing to look up stuff about this for a long time
0: yeah well and like let me let's be clear you have a envelope guess ready for this one
1: yeah i have a guess
0: okay good um yeah i'm curious i'm curious again this is someone who I don't feel that strongly about, especially since one of the judges has brought up his name. But we'll see where it goes from here. If the giraffe's in the final two of this bunch, I'm going to be mad. So just keep an eye out for my anger throughout this journey, please. And Leona, keep the, if me safe. If they saying.
1: continue to make it further,
0: <laughs> yeah, because honestly, like I pulled a clip of the the rapping. It sounds like the the uh, what's it called? They call it the, the, the they call it the <laughs> remainder because it's the number that remains. It sounds like that yeah. guy. And I'm like, that's not good.
1: (laughs) Uh huh.
0: Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. You know what? Why don't we, why don't we, before we get any further, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back like a popcorn kernel stuck in your teeth in the back. Okay. Time to talk about the popcorn, Liana. And the popcorn is an interesting one. As you know, this is someone I drafted late in the draft. So I was excited to see popcorn make the, make their entrance onto the stage. And I, I'm very intrigued about this clue package. Can you run us through it?
1: Oh, sure. Okay, yeah. So, uh, this was all about New York City. Mm -hmm. You know, we had the snacks in the city reference, although I don't think it's anyone from Sex in the City. This was just all about, like, NYC, NYC, NYC. We got Broadway references. Um, she also talked about having a career around love. There was a visual clue of meatloaf and apple and a snake, I think, which was mm-hmm. super weird. This is also where we got the proud merry-go-round, which, yeah. again, I think is like tangentially related uh, to Tina Turner. But I don't think is show- like tells us that it's Tina Turner. The other weird uh, audio clue that I picked up in was when she said, Russian like rushing but it was definitely Russian mm-hmm. I don't think it's someone Russian but maybe they performed in a Broadway show that is related to Russia in some way mm-hmm. um, but like I said I, I think this is someone from Broadway I think this is someone who's like all about New York City
0: I also think it's someone that's all about New York City I have a pick locked in now um, and let me just tell you this initially I thought we heard the performance. So the, um, the popcorn came through and sang What About Us by Pink. And it was pretty phenomenal. A lot of the focus was on the singing. The weirdest part of that performance was the question mark dancers. Like literally it was dancers in body suits with like a question mark on the head and in the penis or in the groin. Sorry. Oh, my. <laughs> well, it literally there was a question mark in the genitalia region and in the in the head region. So that's the thing that happened. And then the background had, like, popcorn popping, which was cool. Um, Mm -hmm. And I thought the vocals were pretty great. Not the best, but pretty darn great. So because in the rewatch, I was like, oh, this isn't as great as I thought it was vocally. It solidified a guess I had while watching the clue package. And let me tell you, a lot of it was leaning that way, Liana.
1: Maybe we should just say our guesses. I want to know who your guesses are. (laughs)
0: Do you want to know who my guess is? Yeah. It's New York. It's Tiffany, New York Pollard. No. Yes. 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 Yes.
1: No, 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 no. Are you kidding me?
0: Look at all those. Look at the clue package once more time. There's literally a picture. That
1: is not her voice.
0: Do you know how she sounds singing? Yes. Do you know that? Did you know that she's been having vocal training for the last four years?
1: Okay. No. No.
0: Okay, well, neither do I. That's not a fact. I'm just you know. You
1: made that up.
0: Yeah, you just gotta say it with conviction, and it comes true. No, there's literally a photo of you know the whole. I was with royalty, and there's a photo of the popcorn sitting next to someone in a crown and a cape, and like holding a thing that could very easily be (laughs) Flavor (laughs) Flav. Yeah, and like the whole. From the minute we were in New York, I was like, that's a little bit you know a vibe. And then there's a picture like there's a animated part where the popcorn is walking in like a back garden that looks awfully similar to Flava Flave's backyard. So here's the thing I'm locking this guess in because if it's this, it's big brain for me and it's incredible. That being said, I also, my initial guess was the same as someone on the panel in Mary J. Blige, but I'm starting to f- fall off of that. I started falling off of that a little bit. And then on the rewatch, I was like, I'm locking in Tiffany just for the, for the LOLs and for the, uh, for the fact that the clue package very much leans that way.
1: Yeah, I have absolutely no idea who this could be. Um, again, I narrowed down. Like, I really, really, really strongly believe that this is someone who's performed on Broadway. Um, and I think that there's enough to kind of pick like pick out around here. I'm just not I, I really don't have a strong like I have. a. I, I just really don't have a strong feeling on who this could be.
0: Well, I gave my guess. Give yours for this one. I'm curious now.
1: No, it's locked up in the vault.
0: How come mine, mine got to be revealed then?
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> I peer pressured you.
0: It's cheating. Okay, that's fine.
1: <laughs> no, I wrote down, look, my, my vault, because this is before I, like, did all the, did all this research and stuff, but, like, I, I have Mary J. Blige written down, but I, like, know that that's wrong.
0: Yeah, well, like, that's what I said while we were watching. I was like, I, I think it's Mary J. Blige. But then, you know, the more and more. We got it. We thought about it and then the, the judges guesses came through. I felt like I've already felt a little bit off on that decision. Um, But then because like then when asked about the why are you the popcorn or what makes you the popcorn, whatever Nick asked the popcorn said I can be very salty, very sweet. I just want to kiss Nick. I, I just I can only imagine Tiffany talking like that. Like hmm and I tried. I tried. Listen, when I thought of this, I tried looking for some kind of vocal sampling of her singing, and I couldn't find it. So either that's for good reason, or it just—it's a secret that we're gonna find out now.
1: She, she she sang on Flavor of Love when they did the the competition where they all it was like sight, heat, sound. What? Do you remember that one on it was that. on flavor of love and it was she fell down when she was doing the sight one remember
0: was she it good was at sight singing? sound
1: touch taste i mean she was fine
0: yeah and that's that's what i'm saying i think she could have no been but fine. this Maybe is like solid
1: i think it's someone older than her also
0: listen for me it's either mary j blige or also because of the merry-go-round mary j blige was the first like solidified guest it's either Mary J. Blige or Tiffany Pollard. Okay, let's just go with that. Oh my
1: God. Okay, well, that eh, that's wrong. Eh.
0: <laughs> we're going to both be wrong then. That's, I'm okay with that. It's definitely not Carol Basket. So at the very least, we've improved upon <laughs> we Ken be- John. <laughs> we
1: did better than Ken.
0: Yeah. It's For every matters. time that we do better than Ken, we should remember that we're better than literally 25% of the judging panel on The mass Singer, at least. It's true. Yeah. So... Is there anything else you have left, like a kernel stuck in your teeth, about this whole thing, or should we, uh, should we move forward?
1: Uh, <laughs> it would have made sense if you were transitioning to like the cow costume, um, but no, I flossed. I'm good to go.
0: Oh, did I move that loud? Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, get ready for some hot fire breathing from a dragon because it's the dragon coming out, and the dragon's strengths are extremely rare. And then the weakness is bad breath. And they come out to uh, burning down the house. Love that tune. Immediately I was feeling the hype on this one, Liana. And we get to the clue package. It's an MTV crib style parody called Layers. And the clues talk about dressing up isn't new to me. And there are fire breath there's a fire breathing stopwatch, which I can explain the clues now because we know who it is. Um, my fire was dangerous. I got a tip that helped me calm down and switch gears. So all this said. Then we get the performance. The first line's uttered. Don't call it a comeback. And I knew who this was.
1: Okay, can I give you my guess who I thought it was before the music started? Because before it started, I thought it was an athlete, um, just based on all of the clues and whatnot. And then based on the costumes, I I thought it was Cam Newton. (laughs) and um because he like has all those crazy outfits that he would wear to press conferences and stuff and like his ridiculous hats and then you know I don't know like kind of made sense I don't know how the Statue of Liberty factored into that clue um I'd have to go look at where Cam Newton has played previously because obviously he plays like played for the Panthers but I don't know like where he went to college oh no he went to Auburn never mind anyway whatever it didn't make sense but yeah as soon as as the rap started I was like oh no (laughs) This this is clearly a rapper this is definitely not an athlete even though the dragon is a very big dude uh, but Busta Rhymes is also a very big dude so it totally fits
0: yes so um, Leona can attest to this literally 5 seconds and I was like it's Busta Rhymes and the reason for this is because I consider Busta to be one of my top 3 rappers of all time I love Busta Rhymes I've listened to so much Busta Rhymes this was a very quick guess for me and so as you can tell I was upset about the elimination for obvious reason this is one of my favorites right here so my whole thing in the preseason was that I think that this is a rapper because of the hip hop hands. I feel vindicated. I'm very happy that I got that right. And then.
1: Yeah, that that should definitely be a reason why you get a point anyway. Like the fact that you thought I was a rapper just solely based on the preview. That's really impressive.
0: Thank you, Liana. Here's, you're too good to me. But I also I'll take the point. I think I'm going to need it. so I'll take it. Um, so the, the one clue I want to like talk about the two clues, actually, the dressing up is a new to me. So if you've watched Buster Rhymes' music videos, he wears the most outlandish stuff all the time. He's always out there. He's doing something like ridiculous. I love it. And then the stopwatch thing, I could tell that was a misdirect to be an athlete. That's because he's one of the fastest lyricists of all time. He's up there. Twista is up there. There's not many that can do it to that flow, to that speed. So that's what that um, was in reference to. But um, mm-hmm. I thought this was an incredible rendition of Mama Said Knock You Out. I get that it was very obvious it was Busta. But the fiery background was great. The energy was there. I love the blue flames and the red flames in the background. Like this performance hyped me the F up.
1: That was my concern for for the dragon. Like the performance was fun. um, But I think the fact that it was so obvious for not only you, but for Nicole and for Robin as well, that it was essentially first five words. You could tell who it was, Mm -hmm. which sucks because it felt like this was a decision that was made based on the fact of how guessable the person was and it was the same thing um, with the robot in season 3 Um, and that's kind of unfortunate
0: yeah because like here's the thing we it, on this podcast we've discussed in depth at this point the you know the singing performance versus the razzle dazzle like which one's the more important feature to have and blah 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 What I feel like is unfair is just because it's an obvious person doesn't mean you should be plucking them out because I think it's nonsense. I think it was obvious that it was Gronk and we still kept the dude till like the final nine. So
1: yeah, that's true. That's a good point. And Patty LaBelle also, I feel like in the same way. Yeah. Like Like, they're just him immediately. Yeah. 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 So
0: I, that's why I, I think that's nonsense. I would have loved to see, you know bust to come out and try and do a ballad next week that would have been hilarious like i feel like there, that was a missed opportunity especially because you know even if it's like oh it was obvious it was him let's go rap for rap and he beats the giraffe bat last night he does yeah I, so, I
1: agree with you and i think a lot of people agree with you
0: yeah so i'm just i'm just mad liana i wanted my I rapper know. there
1: so okay so a little insight he, uh it was later in the evening and he i think you had like forgotten that the mass singer had happened and i like brought it back up and you got reset <laughs> it was hilarious um because you were so mopey about the whole thing
0: <laughs> yeah well it was like i don't remember what we were watching and then you were like yeah it's like dmx and i was like why are you bringing up the mass singer again <laughs> we moved past it.
1: Why, why are you unmasking my pain from earlier
0: honestly yeah it wasn't great Uh, this morning even I kind of woke up feeling bummy and like that's the thing is that I don't really I've never really felt like this about the show yet so the fact that this feeling happened in season 4 I was like this is a foreign feeling to me but the judges uh, Jenny went with DMX which was not a bad guess the thing is DMX and Exhibit were like immediately popping out as well especially with the MTV Cribs thing and the fact that Exhibit was you know extensively doing stuff for MTV at the time um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then DMX was like a dog adjacent clue, but you gotta understand that they were direct links to the clue package, Busta wasn't so that's why Busta's, that's why I'm looking at Frozen and I'm like, it can't be anyone that's related to Frozen, but it's gotta be within the Disney world, more confirmed mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. Um, yeah I think that's for that's kind of all I have on the uh, on the dragon, I feel like I don't want to keep, you know, belaboring my, uh, my sadness so I feel like we should move on um, it, yeah, because, I mean, we can't even be like, well, what was your vaulted guest? We already know who this is. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, did you get a hoot out of our next contestants?
0: Uh, that Nailed depends. It. I don't know who the next contestant is.
1: <laughs> oh, man uh robin standing up and being like i know exactly who this is i'm so bummed funny because it was a reference to ken also which mm -hmm. i appreciated it was like multi-layered
0: well yeah because like look um i know exactly who this is (laughs) i pulled it for the soundboard and you're not you can't hear it but i just played it for the audience (laughs) like
1: oh yeah i can't hear it
0: yeah i don't know what's going on with this i'll figure it out for next time but yeah, this was one of the four things that I was like, I need to pull this out because I thought that was hilarious as well. Even though like it's kind of like low brow, but you know, I liked it.
1: I don't think it's low brow.
0: It's, I mean, it's it's a, it's not.
1: It's low hanging fruit for sure.
0: That's probably what I meant. Um, because what does low brow mean?
1: Like, uh, like more like potty humor kind of stuff.
0: Okay. Well, no, it wasn't potty humor, but it was like just like an obvious thing to do
1: yeah like um uh yeah it's obvious but like like lowbrow like not not this is what i googled it not highly intellectual or cultured
0: yeah, i so think maybe. that's lowbrow yeah
1: i don't know it's just more like low hanging it's still a pun
0: barely
1: Pun's lowbrow <laughs> <pun's> low <laughs> it was making fun of ken jong which is a win in my book okay
0: well you know what else was a Actually, I can't call it a win. So, you know what else happened? The owl performed. So, first of all, you have to to walk me through this clue package because when I tell you that I have no idea and that my guess is a complete duo shot in the dark is an understatement. So, can you walk us through the clue package here?
1: All right. So... Uh, haven't seen us together in a while is part of the clue package. So that makes me feel like it was a duo that worked together, then sort of took a break either from working with each other or a break from the spotlight. Mm -hmm. Um, And then now they're back together performing. There's definitely something related to Christmas because there was some sort of like weird Christmas reference at the end. Their clue package was by far the most confusing because I had a really hard time picking out what I thought the legitimate clues were Mm -hmm. versus what was just owl puns um Mm -hmm. the biggest thing that stood out to me was that it seems like the male snow owl is the comedian of the group and that also um happens later when they're performing on stage like i'll do anything for a laugh is one of the comments in the clue package Mm -hmm. and then the male is like pecking it at nick later on um there was also an image of a red rose so i don't know if this is like People from The Bachelor, maybe. Um, But then the the biggest thing, the biggest thing was there were street signs, Magnolia and Coral Canyon. Right. I don't know exactly what that means yet, but I think we have maybe one more episode of them to try to figure this out.
0: Yeah. And I think one episode is where my qualms are when I wasn't willing to say this was a win. Um, This costume is flawed. This this costume just it is flawed. It's a nice gimmick, but there was just something missing from their performance. And the fact that they can't leave that egg is a problem for me. I don't like that. Um, And, you know, Sophie asked this question. Due to the fact that they are literally confined in an egg, do you guys think that the Snow Owls will be able to compensate for lack of razzle-dazzle? I think not. I think that they're going to be stuck doing ballady songs. And without anything else to help them, without them moving. I think they're going to be in for a hard time, especially because one half of them isn't that good of a singer either. So I don't know what the timeline is for the uh, for the snow owls. It's a fun concept, but definitely in the future, they should consider not having them confined in an egg
1: the so the song okay so I, let me just like give my thoughts on their performance as a whole because it definitely fits into this question uh, so they perform say something um mm-hmm. by a great big world which makes sense it's their first song they're gonna do a ballad i thought they were decent singers but they're probably not famous for being singers because i didn't think that they were strong enough i think the female singer is stronger than the male singer so i think that that's definitely going to hold them down but i 100% agree with you i have written in all caps let them out of the egg free the snow owls because not only are they confined to the egg but you can only see them from like the upper chest up so you really in terms of the movement you can't get that much it's like they faced each other they turned away they faced each other. They turned away. The male snow owl kind of like stuck his arm wing out for a little bit, but really, even then, it's an awkward angle because the height of the Faberge egg is so high. They didn't move at all. Uh, terrible. Like I, no, no, I mean the performance itself was like it was fine, but I totally get where this is coming from because I just feel like if they're going to be trapped in this egg every single episode like that's it. no like no 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 like no backup dancers can make up for them just being trapped from essentially only being able to see the you know the upper chest up anyway i have very strong feelings about this i think this is a bad call let them out of the egg
0: yeah free the snow owls because honestly they're not long for this world especially when we've talked about how this is the type of show where it's all encompassing you got to have all the facets or as much of all the facets as you can have the fact that they have zero mobility really makes it hard for them to shine outside of singing, which is very
1: my my only my, ol- my only hope mm-hmm. is that they let them out next week. And this was like, okay, we're you know because uh, you need to show progression, right? You need to right. like start start with them being trapped, and then maybe next week they're going to let them out, and they'll be able to move around a little. Just because if it's this over and over again, I think that it's going to get stale.
0: I think so too. I, that's that's what I'm saying. I really do think so because here's the thing. Like even if they choose not to do a ballad next week, or not next week, but next time they're on, I think there's no way they're gonna get away with doing a non-ballad song stuck next to each other. Like, could you imagine them doing Jump, Jump by crisscross within the egg where they can't move? Like, it's not the same hype. The hype is not. Yeah, but there. they could
1: jump. They could jump up and down, and then you could maybe see them jump up and down. They can't go like side to side. So yeah. any dance move like the electric slide is out. <laughs>
0: They can't moonwalk unless the can't egg moonwalk. rolls with them. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, even then, you—oh my god, that's the best gag ever. Have them moonwalk, but then, like <laughs> you can't see it. So like, wait,
0: what are they doing? I liked when you went to the right of the stage. No, I we we moonwalked there. You just didn't see. Uh,
1: it. Yeah, we were moonwalking. <laughs> I'm sorry, you didn't see our good dance skills.
0: Um, um. So as far as the judges went, um, Jenny and Nicole both kind of signed, co-signed Donnie and Marie. And then Ken Jong won with Eugene Levy and Katherine O'Hara. Uh, Robin Thicke won with Amy Grant, and Vince Gill. These were not on my radar. Although if we get Eugene Levy on a on the Masked Singer, I'd be very happy. Mm-hmm.
1: So i I think that I, ha, I have I have two thoughts. So first of all, I think this is a brother sister duo. Are you regardless? Sure? Yes, I think it's brother. I think it, I I really think it's brother sister. I don't think. Um, it's another real I just really get the brother-sister feeling from their dynamic and from the clue package. So I very much feel like it's brother-sister. Now, the thing I don't know is whether or not this is a real life brother and sister or, or they played brother and sister on a TV show. I'm mm-hmm. leaning towards the former. Because their voices go together quite well. Uh-huh. And that's typically what happens with siblings um, is that like my sister, my mom and I can all sing pretty well and like harmonize together with one another because I don't know, our voices just go well. We're related. I don't know. It makes sense. Science. Yeah, what a flex. So, so, that, <laughs> so that's why I feel like it's brother and sister. So did a little bit of digging and I looked up the 20 best sibling duos of all time ranked. Okay, this can is you, on Ranker.com.
0: Can you like list off some of these?
1: Yes. Venus and Serena Williams. Okay. Yep. Nope, not that. Wil- Wilbur and Orville Wright. So okay. not them.
0: <laughs> no, so I mean, the, <laughs> this song did make me want to catch Take Flight, so... <laughs>
1: they are the snow owls okay so maybe that makes sense okay so this list i scrapped because it was clearly nonsense um and also i wanted brother sister pairs specifically so i found another article that outlines a few brother sister pairs i think some are more likely than others like for example um uh Jason and Justine Bateman are on here. I really don't think it's them necessarily, but there were a few pairs that like maybe maybe it could be. Do you know Jesse and Jureen, I think is how you say her name, Smollett. I knew I knew Jesse Smollett from Empire. Um yes. but I didn't know his sister. So like maybe it could be them. Another pair I think it could be is Julianne and Derek Hoog? Hogue, Hogue Hugh, Whatever. How do you say that? Yeah,
0: yeah, it's H O U G E.
1: Yeah, H-O-U-G-H.
0: Yeah. Um, Hol- so it's not gonna be Jesse Smollett, because I'm pretty sure he's got some stuff going on right now.
1: Yeah, but he was on Empire.
0: Yeah, but he's also got some controversy right now.
1: Oh, really? Oh yes, oh my god, right with the thing in Chicago. Uh
0: that's him, yes. right? Yes, 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 yes. Ooh,
1: yes, Chile. Yes. Okay, yeah, it's definitely not him. Okay, so let's go back to the Julianne and Derek <sighs> So he was in he was in Nashville, which is a singing show. Um, she true. was in a remake of Footloose, which is singing. So they could definitely be on the table. Mm-hmm. Another couple or another couple, lol. Another brother sister on this list was Maggie and Jake Gyllenhaal, but I think they're probably too famous for the Mass Singer. So I'm just going to go ahead and write them off. Well,
0: didn't somebody? Didn't they say that someone was nominated for the one of the major awards?
1: They've both received a nomination so that would be two people though, right? Is it one person Ooh. has been nominated or like our contestants have been nominated? Here's
0: the here's the honest to goodness truth is that they could very well be like, well, they're technically one contestant. Uh-huh. so.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I could definitely see that being the case. Yeah. Um. Okay, what is Ray J up to? What if it's Brandy and Ray J? No, they're better singers. They're than that. siblings? Okay, it's not them.
0: Yes! Oh, wow.
1: Oh, my God. You didn't know that.
0: No, I did not.
1: Yeah. They had a reality TV show together on VH1.
0: Again, it was like a family
1: of business or a family something.
0: No. Well, well, here's the thing. I don't think it's them. Um, I think Brandy's way better of a singer than whatever the snow one half of the snow owls was. So,
1: yeah, no, I agree. I think they're better singers. Anyway, I'm not sure, but I really do think that they're biologically related.
0: Okay, well, the Derek Hugh guy. hook. However oh. you're pronouncing it. <laughs> <gotta learn> <laughs> um, he is currently the judge on uh, one of the judges on dancing with the Stars.
1: Huh? There so. is a lot of crossover at dancing at the stars. So maybe, although that would be weird to put two people who can dance in a freaking egg and not let them out.
0: Right. That would be, I feel like that would be just hot mess negligent. I wouldn't like that. Here's the thing. Hmm. I, so I could have maybe seen the sibling thing. I think that there was an old brother line that was kind of there. I think the, Oh, brother is not, is a, not supposed to be taken as a sibling thing. I think that's a character that says, Oh, brother on some TV show. I feel like that's a very sitcomy <laughs> line to say. So that's the direction I took my talents was let me look at these sitcom pairings. I'm like the, the male is like the comedian and they're excited to work together again. So that's a thing. Now I'm going to reveal my guess because I feel zero confidence in this and I just want to like, You know, let people know to, you know, this is what they can expect from me moving forward. So, have you heard about a show called Mad About You? Yes. I think, I don't think, my guess is Helen Hunt and uh, what's his name? Paul Reiser, Reisner.
1: Yeah, that's wrong.
0: I don't, Liana, you need to stop shitting on my ideas.
1: (laughs) Well, that's what you get for revealing your guesses instead of keeping (laughs) them in the vault. I ridicule you now instead of later.
0: I don't care. That's my guess. I don't think it's them, but that's fine. Uh, do, they, it, honestly, do they say it's, oh
1: brother as a catchphrase? This isn't oh brother where art thou.
0: No, I, I just think that I, I think that the, their siblings thing is not true. Um, personally, I think that it was a weird choice. I, I think Jody, one of our listeners, put out a question of if the snow offs turn out to be siblings, is it weird that they sang say something seemingly to each other in their Fabergé egg? Yes, it's very weird. I don't (laughs) think they're siblings. I think that would be very strange. So,
1: Uh, yeah, maybe
0: no. At the very best, Liana, they've played siblings on TV. There, this, there's no way this is a biological pairing. No way.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's possible. I mean, because I really went in thinking that they were genuinely going to be related. Um, Mm -hmm. but I, I am now more swayed that it could be related as of the tv performance fictional world
0: yeah yeah i think that's probably more likely at this stage but i'm fine with it i'm fine with it i I just i don't think they're they definitely did not jump off the page for me uh they're not Mm. someone i'm rooting for all that they
1: literally can't jump out of their egg they need out of the egg
0: for me (laughs) yeah that egg (laughs) Egg, needs to be split open (laughs)
1: Free them from the egg, egg, egg. Uh, Okay, wait, wait. wait. So I want to get, I want to get your thoughts on who you think is going to come out. Who are the top two from this group that you think are going to make it to the semifinals?
0: So we're down to four now. We've got um, popcorn, snow owls, giraffe, and sun. Sun. I think sun's in the in the next round. Let's just can we agree?
1: Yeah, I I completely agree with you.
0: Yeah, I think it's a battle of out of the three, who's going to make it further? And honestly, in looking at them. I feel like I I gotta imagine there's a little bit more to the giraffe here. I I feel like there's a little bit more. I think the giraffe might surprise us next week. This if could the,
1: be like the banana, right? Situation.
0: Exactly. If the giraffe raps again next week, bin him. Just bit him immediately. But um, <laughs> come <laughs> what? through,
1: insane clown posse. <laughs> <laughs> it's all of them they're all in they're stacked on top of each other in the giraffe
0: like a Vincent adult posse
1: yeah this is the Vincent adult man of giraffe costumes
0: um and then the snow owls I feel like they're gonna do the same thing again the gimmick might get them through the final three I just don't see the a world where they're in the final six I just don't
1: Mm -hmm. I feel like it's sun and popcorn
0: yeah I think popcorn is the easy chalkboard stronger second pick here as well yeah
1: But we've seen with the mass Singer that not always be the case. I mean, like, we thought that the White Tiger was gone from, like, week to week, we thought that the White Tiger was gone and made it through. So, you never know, but the one I feel strong strongest about is the same one you do, and that is The Rays of the Sun, baby! Yeah,
0: I think that's the easiest pick here for me. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, uh, what's it called? Next week, I'm excited about. So, let's see. So, next week's list of characters, you want to you have it ready open in front of you
1: yes so i'm so happy that they're going back to this format where we get to see group a group b group c um mm. versus like three episodes all of group a yeah uh, no. So, yeah
0: no i'm very happy about it as well
1: yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, I, I think it'll be more fun um, mm-hmm. this way. But group B is going to be they had to break it up this way for some unknown, I'm sure, production reason, but essentially we have a group of five, a group of six, a group of five. <laughs> um, so group B is our group of six, and that is the crocodile, the whatchamacallit, the gremlin, the baby alien, the serpent, and the seahorse.
0: This is so I, I'm also
1: group. really looking forward to this group.
0: Yeah, I feel like Again, we have no reason to think this is a so strong group, but for me, this has m- most of the people I like, so I would hope that the baby alien just sucks and leaves, but we'll see.
1: Yeah, I mean, if the ba- baby alien really is the gimmick of the season, the baby alien goes first. Like, that's mm-hmm. definitely something I could see. I'm holding out for my girl seahorse, although I'm worried that the son was the seahorse, if that makes any sense at all uh, of this season (laughs) a sentence i never thought i'd say i think the sun is the seahorse of this season (laughs) um but the serpent i'm I'm excited for also because we're gonna get the moving tentacles i hope um which Mm -hmm. again makes no sense for a snake why it has you know like seven tails fine whatever um but yeah I, i i'm really looking forward to next week i just i think solid episode overall and i think this season's gonna be fun
0: I think so too. I genuinely think that we're in for a good time. Um, everything's been exciting so far. There's a new format in here. Like, well, there's a new format in the sense that there's a new trophy out here with the golden ear. But then also, I, I'm I'm happy they've listened to us and gone back to groups A, B, and C in rotation. And we're not just getting beat to death with one group all the way to like its core. And then because like that was the hardest thing was literally watching White Tiger three weeks straight survive. It was just so mm-hmm. brutal. So. Yeah. I'm happy that's not the case. This is seemingly going to be a quicker turnaround, turn I think, than the other season. So we'll see. We'll just have to wait and see how it goes. Now, Leona, we have two options here. We have a couple of questions we can answer or we can go quickly and talk about I can see your voice, which we watched after this.
1: No, no, no. Let's do the questions, and then right. we'll wrap up all the mass singer stuff before I get to complain about. So I think I can see your voice.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that you keep adding the "so I think" into it. Like that's gonna <laughs> rebrand it.
1: I keep thinking that that's legitimately what the title is, so it's
0: fine. <laughs> so Don asked, um, "Is the strongest starting? Is this the strongest starting group of any season so far? And who is your favorite from this group? I think we both can agree that the Sun is our favorite from this group."
1: Uh yeah the sun is definitely my favorite from this group I think um, oh man I'd have to go back and look at the other starting groups from the Mass Singer I think you know season one it was the first time they were doing it so I think that group was probably not the strongest what was the group from season two that we got the opener because I don't think it's season three because season three had the white tiger in it and I'm sorry just any group with the white tiger in it um, see,
0: well season one had um that guy the hippo in it right so Season yeah, season one had <laughs> <That> peacock, <guy. laughs> hippo, monster, unicorn, deer, and lion. That's actually a great group. Um, well,
1: it's about 50-50, I think, in terms of. Well, hippo is awful,
0: and, and then the deer was meh.
1: Yes. All right. I, so week week well, and also, um, Tori Spelling wasn't great. All right. So but, I mean, Tori we, Spelling
0: won her matchup though.
1: Which is. Still complete BS. And I'm still mad about it. I have my little monster plushie here. Um, Like that's I still that's unbelievable. And in talks. Well, look, if we're going to talk about memories that are just emblazoned in my mind, peacock singing is one. And then when the monster lost. To the unicorn. I remember tweeting something along the lines of like, I'm so shocked that the blah 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 whatever and then I was like, I can't believe this is something I wrote and here we are. F- however many years later talking about all this nonsense. Anyway, uh season two was butterfly, egg, thingamajig, skeleton were the four.
0: No, so season two it was a two hour special where we had eight performances. happen.
1: Oh yeah, with Ladybug, Rottweiler, tree and ice cream. That's hard because you have. Okay, I think Pound for pound, yes. To answer the question, this is the best starting group.
0: I think so too. I honestly think that this was it was five performances. It was a good balance of things. Maybe it's where we are in the world and we're just excited to have it back. But it just didn't feel overwhelming and it didn't feel tiresome and it just came at a good time. I think everything just went for it. So mm-hmm. I'm inclined to say this was great. Again, uh, the Giraffe can uh, GTFO, but that's fine. We will continue. We'll see what happens with the giraffe
1: next. Back to the savannah with you. (laughs) Uh,
0: Let's go to the neck person. (laughs) (laughs) Don't ugh my jokes. (laughs)
1: Jokes.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, And then one last question here for today. Um, Emily asked Do rappers, do rappers slash choosing to rap set these performers up for a harder time in the beginning elimination rounds this is my second season watching and this follows the robot going home first after sort of singing. so i picked this question out just to answer it i do not think that rapping sets the performers up for a harder time because like the robot so the robot did lenny kravitz so the robot was a rapper but then ended up doing a lenny kravitz song was not a rap song but then i feel like you know, Bow Wow comes through, the frog comes through, does a rap right away, and that works to the frog's benefit. I think it depends on the artist, and I think that if the artist is very good at rapping and is able to give out that good rap energy right off the bat, that should at the very least guarantee them one week safety, because that is literally their bread and butter, and if they do it well, they should be fine. So that's why it was shocking to me to see uh, Buster Rhymes come out and just ruin And by ruin, I mean, do it really well. The LL Couger track and like wreck it to the perfection that I need it to be. And then to go out was just crazy. Well,
1: that's what I think, because I think that the judging here was I disagree with where I Mm. feel Like it's, uh, I understand the desire to draw parallels because I definitely had the same thought as well. But then I remembered, like you said, that the robot did Are You Gonna Go By My Way by Lenny Kravitz, which was just not the correct choice (laughs) if you want to try to make it further uh, in the show. So I think that there's a lot of differences here. I think Bow Wow is also a classic example of a rapper playing to their strengths and being able to make it deep. And so it's kind of shocking that Busta didn't make it further. But I think that's a byproduct of the fact that his voice is just so distinct.
0: Mm -hmm. I think so too. I think if um, you had Ja Rule here, you'd have the same problem. You have DMX, you have the same problem. Anyone that's got way too distinctive of a voice was going to be prone to leaving early, no matter how you look at it. and that's just the unfortunate fact. Okay. So that about that wraps up the Mass Singer talk. Let's quickly peek into the I can see your voice side of things because (laughs) people were curious. We watched it so that others wouldn't have to, and we can give our takes here right out the gate liana how did you feel about this because you came into the show still not really understanding what the show was gonna be like
1: okay so yes i was fascinated by what the format of the show is going to be so let me try to break it down in the best way that i can understand it so every week you're gonna have a regular person who's competing to win a maximum of a hundred thousand dollars by trying to guess whether or not people are going to be good singers or bad singers and they are assisted by a panel of celebrities so this week we had um nick lachey was there arsenio hall was there um adrian by but Not by long, she got married, whatever her new last name is. Anyway, whatever. Not important. So Shannon is the woman who's competing and she's being helped by this panel of celebrities. Mm -hmm. And she's trying to guess of six people who is a good or a bad singer. But the six people that she's guessing from, we actually never get to hear them sing until the end when they get revealed. Um, And they also aren't given names. They just go under monikers like The Golfer or The Stylist. Or the rock climber and the way that she gets to narrow down who is a good or a bad singer is based on a few different things they get to lip sync to a song so that's one thing um, they get to look into their phone to like look at pictures of them um, so anyway so so the way it works is you have six people the first thing that they did was the lip sync so all six of them lip sync to a song either to their own voice if they were a good singer or to someone else's voice if they were a bad singer and then shannon had to eliminate one person and say nope i think you're a bad singer we get the reveal they are or not a bad singer and then we continue this process for several rounds until we get to the end anyway it's 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 frustrating because you don't know how many people are going to be good singers versus how many people are going to be bad singers so of the six people four of them could be good singers Or four of them could be bad singers and you never know. So then that way, each round, when someone gets eliminated, you don't know whether or not they're going to be a good singer or a bad singer. Because if it was like, it's always going to be three good singers or it's always going to be three bad singers. Let's say she eliminates three of the bad singers. And then it's like, well, we know there's only good singers remaining. But like, are they really going to only pick one good singer? Are they really only going to pick one bad singer? So that means it's always going to be like four and two or three and three in some type of variation. And then it's also stupid because the way that they do the breakdown is like each round when you eliminate someone, if you're correct and they're a bad singer, you get ten thousand dollars. But if three of them are good and three of them are bad, at best, you're only going to get thirty thousand dollars. Because the other ones just you just can't because they're good singers. I don't know. It's weird, man. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm rambling, and I I I kind of want to watch it more.
0: No, no, that is you
1: can't. I want to know how it goes.
0: You cannot sound. I want to
1: know if they're gonna do it. I want to know if they're gonna do it where they only have one good singer, and then that way she like they like eliminate all the bad singers, and there's only one good singer at the end. I don't know. I don't know. Fascinating.
0: This was again. Let me let me preface this by saying. This is coming from the same person, Liana Boris, who watched that ultimate tag show and was into it, okay? So do not take her word for gospel. Liana's (laughs) reality TV taste can be very good to very bad. That's the spectrum. Um, No, this was dull. This was so boring. Like, oh, (laughs) I wonder if it's going to be the golfer who's the bad singer. I don't know. And then Arsenio's sitting there as if he's going to have intel. He's like, yo, that's a good point. That's, I think I think that's not a singer. It's like, what do you, what do I care what you think, Arsenio? Get out of here. And then the whole thing, the whole premise of the show is, you know, you can tell who a good singer is without hearing them sing, okay? The challenges were, like, this: the first challenge was lip-syncing. That's fine, okay? Then the next challenge was, here's, like, a social media bite of theirs. Can you tell if they're a good singer based off this? Or, then there was an interrogation round, like, this is basically people watching, but if someone else is doing the people watching and you have to watch them, people watch, but you can't control what they're thinking. It's frustrating.
1: It's like the voice, but in reverse. <laughs> it's <laughs> like you only get to see them.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you can't tell if they're going to be good singers or not. And like, when the when the bad singers revealed, because like after every round, someone has to sing because they're like the one eliminated. And it feels like the bad singers were told, "Hey, sing to your worst abilities," because they were all like it's twelve pitches worse than what I think they actually are. But they were told to force their worst version of themselves. Yeah, uh, the
1: bad singers definitely exaggerated the yeah, bad singing. No yeah. show.
0: This might be like this was the most tame I've ever seen Ken Jong because he's hosting. So that's a. Thing, maybe he positive. kept saying
1: this thing. So, okay, so the whole point of the first, okay, wait, 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 so maybe I didn't make this clear. So, there's a total of six rounds. The first five rounds, you're trying to find the bad singers, and then the last round, you want to be left with a good singer. Okay, so the way that Ken Jong, when he's like setting up each of the rounds, he's like, "Okay, bad is good, good is bad, because you want to find a bad singer. So if it's bad, it's good. If it's good, it's bad." It was so stupid.
0: yet you say you want to watch it again
1: i do kind of want to watch it again i feel i i also feel like certain panelists did better than others i feel like adrian did a really great job um cheryl hines was also there i think she did a really great job kelly osborne was there she did a great job the guys were a little useless um nicholas shade did okay because he like got vindicated on the first one he thought somebody was a good singer and everybody else thought they were a bad singer they turned out to be a good singer i'm kind of curious i'm just curious i just i look it's not even so much about watching the show to be entertained i just want to know the logistics of how they're gonna do the the singers are they genuinely gonna like go up there and be like Five of them are good singers and only one of them's the bad singer. Because then that's stupid. Because then it ends up being like, oh, they're all good sing. I don't know. Maybe it's like a somebody needs to run the math on this. Okay. And also in terms of like how much money you would make. I don't know. I'm fascinated by the concept. The show is dumb, okay? I just want to say that outright. The show is dumb, but I'm also fascinated by it.
0: You could be spending that time <laughs> hanging out with me, but you would rather
1: no 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 no. okay all right all right you know what actually as long as someone writes down maybe the wikipedia page will have it because i just need to know how many of each are good or bad singers so i can get a sense of like the way that the show is structured this is also based off of a korean show i believe which is the second in the line of ken jong brings a korean show to the united states which props to him he's like the host he's like the ep of mass singer right um i don't know i'm sure he is right or you like are like sure he is? <laughs> no, I don't know for sure. Um, But maybe he'll bring him over some other some other shows too. Like who knows?
0: I believe the the EP is Nick Cannon. Was not Nick Cannon the EP of Mass Singer?
1: I don't know. It just feels like something that Ken would try to like get. Maybe it was for the um the UK version. You
0: yeah, know, it might have been for the UK. No, you know, let's see. Um, directed developed. No, their their names aren't here, but I I do remember seeing his name on the EP credit somewhere. Nick Cannons an EP for Mass Singer, like US.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, he's definitely an executive producer for the I Can See Your Voice show. He's like host and executive producer, but I don't know about the other stuff. But anyway, mm-hmm. the point is is that I'm I think I was hoping for clarity and I definitely gained clarity in terms of what the overall structure looks like, but now I want to know the deets. So I might want to. Sorry. Well,
0: your curious mind is going to have you doing something at whatever time it is on what? 9 p.m. on Wednesday. Yeah,
1: actually, I might forget about this because I think I said I was going to watch more Ultimate Tag and I never did. So you can ask me next week and be like, so uh, how was I think I can see your voice? And I'll be like, what? <laughs> I don't remember.
0: Yeah. I mean, also because I have to find the link and set it up for you. So I might just not do that.
1: Um, I'm very much capable of doing that myself
0: we'll see Um, Mm -hmm. spoiler alert there is no EP credit for one Ken Jong. so
1: okay so I lied my bad
0: it's okay we forgive you Um, but yeah we're at the end of this journey today for the premiere episode we got a lot of fun in today some you got some of our envelope guesses some of us concealed them closer than others because some of us feel more stupid about our guesses so we're like just take them just here. Take my guesses. <laughs> but Leona, where can people find you and what are you up to?
1: you can find me on Twitter at Liana RHAP I am of course podcasting about Big Brother which we didn't watch the episode of last night um, but doing the Saturday morning updates with Taryn and of course doing the RHAP BNB. we have Allie Lasher as a guest this week we had Peridium last week so really just a cavalcade of stars of course similar to The Mass Singer definitely check that out I'm also doing um, partnering with the charity Supermajor to do a discussion of gender in reality television followed by a text bank for voting because the election is super important and super majority seeks to promote activism among women um, when it comes to politics, which is something that I'm super passionate about. So head on to my Twitter at Liana RHAP to get details. You can sign up. Um, I'm with some other people from Rob has a podcast as well to do that discussion. And I think it's going to be a really great and informative time.
0: And you can find me on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, Queerism for all three. And you can catch me also talking big brother, which I still need to catch up on the episode on, um, over on RHAP, as well as the 90 day fiance, Rahap up right here on the Rahap ups network. Just talked about the finale this past week and uh, going into a three part tell all, which that's going to be interesting to find out more about. So, Of course, you can find all of this on the Rehapops Network. And please, 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 if you can, leave us a rating and review. It helps immensely. It helps the podcast get found. It helps us get more feedback for what to expect moving forward or what we should be doing moving forward. You can do all of that over on website.com slash masked singer. One word. So masked singer. And uh, yeah, just let us know what you think about the show. And if you like what you're hearing, please give us a five star review. That definitely helps. Otherwise. We don't have anything else here for today. Take care and we'll unmask you next week. Bye.